All right, hello and welcome back to This Is How Sugar Sounds. I am your host, Sabrina, and today I have a really special episode and it's all about anxiety. All right, so before we begin this, I just want to say a quick disclaimer. I am not a doctor. Please seek professional help. Um, This is only what has helped me in my experience. Always seek the advice of a mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition. So I just wanted to lay out a little bit of the setup of what's going to be talked about today. So I'm going to be talking about anxiety, a little bit of my story, and then I'm going to go into tips and tricks for before anxiety or panic attacks happen, how to prevent them, how to slow them down from happening. Then I'm going to talk about what to do in the middle of a panic attack and kind of the things that have helped me overcome panic attacks and get through them. And lastly, I'm going to talk about recovery. So recovery care on how to heal your body after a panic attack. So first, so I've been struggling with anxiety and panic attacks for about five years now. Um, It's put a hold on my life in many instances and it kind of crept up on me out of nowhere one day and it just kind of all collided into once. Um, So I had my first panic attack five years ago and it was the most intense feeling I think I've ever felt in my life and it was so crazy because it was literally like a wave um, of numbness and I had never felt that before. You know, when you feel anxiety, you can feel it like it's like tingly or it's um, your heart races. But this was so weird because it just like went, my body just like shut down, it felt like. And it was so scary because I've never had that numbing effect. And I didn't realize that that's actually a symptom of, of anxiety. And a lot of people don't know that. Like they assume anxiety is always this really anxious state. And sometimes it's not. It's like your body literally like, cannot handle the stress of like whatever situation you're in and just shuts down um so I went to therapy and I realized you know I was experiencing a panic attack I was experiencing anxiety episodes whereas before earlier in my life it was always low-level mid-level depression that I had kind of struggled with and of course I felt anxiety anxiety is natural you need a, a sort of um your heart kind of races in instances like when you're taking a test or you know you have anxious moments in your life but it had never been when like it was an issue so it became an issue and um it was really intense so I basically have been studying my anxiety for the last five years and um it's really crazy to be where I'm at now to be able to talk about it because before I was really ashamed to go to therapy. I was really ashamed to talk about the fact that I didn't want to go out because I'm afraid of having a panic attack. I didn't really understand what was happening. I was convinced that like something evil was happening to me. Um, I just thought that I was doing something wrong and to deserve (laughs) what I was going through. And it's just not the case. You know, my body had just built up all this anxiousness and it just came out through panic attacks unfortunately I hope you never have to go through this but if you do I'm here to share my story and to share things that have helped me the most that I've kind of collected through therapy through books through um, friends through a bunch of different resources online twitter tiktok even um, youtube videos just stuff that have helped me get through that 
So first I want to explain the signs a little bit. So racing heart, numbness, tingling, a sense of panic, irrational fears, overthinking, and etc. Those are the kind of tail signs that you're experiencing anxiety a little more serious than I'm just anxious before a test or anxious before going on stage. It's it's more prevalent. It's more kind of every day that you're experiencing it. And if it inhibits your life, it's a problem. And I realized that it was a problem for me because it left me, oh man, it left me just unable to do the things that I loved anymore because I was so scared. I had developed so many fears, even fears around food. I, I couldn't even eat um, food that people would make for me because I was so anxious that something was going to happen to me, that I was going to be drugged or, or poisoned or just horrible, irrational thoughts that I would have. And um, I would be so anxious all the time that when I felt relaxed, that didn't feel normal to me. Like, I was scared when I would feel relaxed because I was so used to living in such an anxious state that, like, relaxing and doing things that relax me did not help until I realized that I deserve to feel happy and healthy and, and well, and I deserve um, to feel relaxed and um, to love myself and care for myself. So that's kind of when the switch happened, when I started doing things and incorporating things into my life that would help me. And I really chose my health and my mental health over everything. And it just wasn't worth, um, it just wasn't worth doing the things that I was doing and not feeling good. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of a little bit of my story and like where I'm at right now. I'm in a really good place. I do these things regularly that I'm about to share with you. Um, and it's a lot and I'm going to explain each of them. Um, but we will just kind of journey through and I hope this helps you in any way that it can, even if it's small, even if you forgot to breathe for a second. Um, but yeah, so now it's time for the tips. So tip number one, well, before even the tips, let me just say, let's talk about therapy real quick. So number one thing I will always, always say is go seek therapy. Seek someone who is a professional who can help you get through this time. Um, they might prescribe you medicine, which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, just someone that can talk to, someone that you can talk to. I think of therapy as somebody that's not in my life and that can't be hurt by what I say. I realized that I was harboring a lot of emotions and a lot of feelings towards situations and people that I just wasn't able to express. And when I went to therapy, I realized that it was a safe place. Um, they legally cannot tell you, say anything to anyone unless, of course, you're going to harm yourself or harm others. Um, but other than that, like it's sealed, it's closed, um, you have your right to privacy and these people are not going to be offended by what you say. It's not going to bother them. Um, they're there to listen. They're there to talk, to help you through it. And it has probably been the greatest thing I've ever done for myself is, is go to therapy. Um, and I know right now they're offering a lot of like online therapy. Um, your school, if you're in school, should be offering free therapy sessions, your insurance. Um, they're doing a lot of things to help people in this time. So please seek someone to talk to, a professional, that you can just take this weight off your chest and and give it to someone else and just to hash it out. I mean, talking is such a beautiful thing. I mean, that's why we're doing a podcast. <laughs> so 
that's my first absolute please seek therapy there's nothing to be ashamed of i know that i was ashamed of therapy for a long time i felt that i was crazy but i realized that it takes a really big person to say that they don't like something about themselves and want to change that i mean people don't own up to themselves they don't own up to situations they don't don't up to the fact don't own up to the fact that they are not happy or whatever it is so I think it takes a really big person to step into that therapy office. It's the other, it's the opposite of, of saying that people are weak, but so seek therapy. <laughs> but now let's go into tips and tricks about how to help prevent anxiety. So my number one thing is breathing. This seems really simple, but breathing is vital. Breathing is life. Breath is life. Um... There is a yogic breath. It's the four, seven, eight breath. So you inhale for four seconds. You hold that breath for seven seconds and then you exhale for eight seconds. I'll link a video um, to what I'm talking about below. And it's something that you're supposed to practice every day. I think it's for like four breath cycles. You do the four, seven, eight. And it's just kind of to keep yourself at bay because sometimes you don't even realize that you're not breathing. I mean, even right now, I'm a little anxious because I'm filming and this is going to be out in public. And I have to remember as I'm doing this to just breathe, tone it back down, breathe, and um, it'll be okay. <laughs> so yeah, the four, seven, eight breath is probably one of my favorite things I've ever done. It's just like really deep breathing. I mean, like a really deep belly breath. Um, you want to make sure your um, diaphragm expands when you breathe and just like let the air just flow through all your body. Um, when you in inhale, exhale. When you inhale, you inhale positivity and beauty and love and peace. And when you exhale, you're exhaling all these negative emotions that you're feeling. Um, so that's my first tip. Second tip is journaling. So this does not have to be in a special journal notebook that you have to go buy from the store. It does not have to say journal across it. It can literally just be pieces of paper that you find. It can be on your phone. It can be on your laptop. I mean, we have a notes app. My recommendation is just get out these emotions that you're feeling. Um, put it onto paper. I like the physical act of writing because it's physical and I'm using my hands and I'm actually letting out you know, the words that I'm feeling. Um, so that's really powerful for me. But when I don't have the chance to be writing out or whatever, I use my phone and I just kind of like type out what I'm feeling or I'm um, type literally physically type it out on my computer. So journaling is a really great way to just kind of keep your emotions at bay and to just let them out because we bottle our emotions so much like a pressure cooker it can only handle so much. It's going to eventually need to let off steam or it's going to explode. So you don't want to be an exploding crock pot or pressure cooker, whatever, whichever metaphor you want to use. Um, you can let off steam. So I let off steam by journaling. That's one way. And a lot of people think like, oh, I don't want to journal. I don't want to. That's lame. Or No, it's not. It's It's an easy way to just kind of be honest with yourself and be honest with situations and be honest with what's going on. So journal. My third tip is yoga. 
So I love yoga um, because it's just really therapeutic. Um, yoga is really revolved around your body, around breathing, around stretching. It's really powerful. There's a reason why there's so many yoga movements and there's a reason why millions and millions of people do yoga every day. It's because it really helps um, stretching your body, relieving stress. Um, I'll leave a link to a video that I do. It's just like a really quick 10 minute routine. Um, I don't do this every day. I wish I did. I would be a lot, a lot more peaceful if I did yoga every day, but it's hard. If you've never done yoga before, it's challenging. It, it requires strength, um, which is a good way to build up strength. But um, yeah, yoga is my favorite thing. You're going to hear me kind of mention it <laughs> a couple times because I think it's really powerful. I wish I did it more. So this is almost like a reminder for me. <laughs> um, so yeah, so yoga. My fourth tip is just exercise in general. Um, get your body moving. My mom always says energy creates energy. When you're feeling like you don't want to do anything, you're lethargic. I know that feeling very, very well. My mom's always like, just get up. Just start to move, wiggle, dance, um, start to stretch, breathe. Um, just move your body. You know, start creating that stagnant energy. Move that stagnant energy. Um get out all of that pent-up energy, all that emotions that are kind of building inside of you, the best way to release it is through exercise. I know so many people who are struggling with anxiety, working out has always been the best thing for them. And I know that when I work out consistently, I feel really good. So I know that we're all quarantined in our house. So the, there's so many at-home workouts that you can do. You can literally look up at-home workout on YouTube, um, I know the Nike training app, the Nike training app is free. I use that one. It's some, I've had really good workouts on the Nike training app. app. Um, Alexis Wren is one that I've done a few times. Um, my friend gave me a couple workouts to do, like hit workouts to do at home. Um, I also live in an apartment, so I, and I live on the top floor of the apartment, and so I always get scared of like jumping around, but it's so quick. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not going to affect anybody for that long. Um, but yeah, workout. Um, there's so many, there's so many resources for working out at home right now. You can use your milk jug to, to <laughs> lift a weight, just do something to get your body moving and let out that energy. My fifth tip for you is to make your bed. <laughs> I always say this because I used to not make my bed. I, I just had like a duvet and like I didn't have any sheets or pillows and stuff. I have pillows, but um, I just would kind of leave the duvet like crazily. <laughs> um, so I started making my bed every day and it was this Navy officer. There's some officer in the military talked about making your bed every day and how um, they train them in the military, I guess, to like make their beds a certain way. But the point of this is to say that it feels so good after a long day coming home to a fresh made bed, a bed that's clean and organized and just kind of nicely put away and tucked and ready for you to just sleep in is super relaxing. And if you got nothing done in the day, at least you made your bed and at least you have a bed to go back to. It's just a really nice thing for you to do for yourself and just to kind of clear your head and to check one thing off your list is to make your bed. Um, the next thing is along with making your bed is cleaning your space. So I know that we have a lot of, some people have a lot of time right now. Um, so cleaning your space is so therapeutic. 
I absolutely love cleaning and organizing. That's just me. It's I think it's euphoric <laughs> to watch cleaning videos and to um, clean my space and to organize my area. And it's not perfect. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say every single day I deep clean my house. I put away things. That's that's not the case. But cleaning your space is really good for kind of keeping your mind at ease. You know, when you have a messy area, it's really hard to do work in or to think about anything other than the fact that I have a messy space and I have to clean this. Just do it. Right now we have some time. Just clean your space. Get it done with. Get rid of things. Toss out the old. Um, use what you have right now and just just clean. Just just get out that dust. Get out that stagnant energy. Move things around. Um, give yourself positive energy in your area in your room i mean cleaning your room is so powerful your mind is so powerful and we're so affected by our environments why not give yourself the the space to be calm and to not see a pile of clothes or whatever it is whatever your mess is my mess is usually clothes um <laughs> and so you know do yourself the favor and just clean out get rid of old clothes get rid of the stuff that you've hold on held on to for a thousand years it's time to let go it's time to get rid of the trash throw away your water bottles um your body and your mind will thank you and when your space is cleaned so is your mind and it'll be easier to work and do your tasks i know that i'm a i'm in university and everything's online right now and i know that when i am in a clean space i tend to focus better because i'm not looking at the mess that i have around me so clean your space. This is your, um, this is, what is it called? This is your wake up call or your, this is your sign to, to finally clean your space. Um, number seven is positive affirmations. I really love positive affirmations because I just think that they're so powerful. You know, your mind is so powerful and what you believe is really what you are. You know, what you think that your life is, your life is really that. So on a sticky note, um, just put it up wherever you can see it every day and write something positive. Like, I am beautiful. I am strong. I am smart. I deserve love. Whatever it is that you need to hear, write that down on a sticky note or wherever. Just, or even on your, um, on your, your wallpaper. <laughs> on my wallpaper, I have on my home screen a positive little affirmation there that I see every day and, and just repeat it. Say it out loud. Say it to yourself in the mirror and do this consistently and you will see such a huge shift because you're going to actually believe, I am beautiful. I am strong. I am these things that I need to hear. And you're telling yourself that. And that's really powerful because you're your own best friend. <laughs> It's you and you always. It's you versus yourself. So don't be your biggest bully or your biggest critic in your life. And I think that one way that you can stop that from happening is through a positive affirmation. So, um, oh yeah, and your thoughts are very powerful. So be careful what you're thinking. You know, you're creating your own reality. So be wise and careful on what you're telling yourself. So that's why I say use a positive affirmation so that way you can kind of stop those negative thoughts dead in its tracks. Number eight is skincare. Um, the simple act of taking care of yourself 
is just a form of self-love. Um, it's just something positive that you can do for yourself is taking care of your skin. I know that I've invested a lot of time into my skincare recently because I was breaking out really badly on my chin and my, my cheeks. Um, it was not very fun. And I realized that I've been neglecting myself. I was kind of neglecting my health, my well-being because I was feeling so overwhelmed from everything that's going on. And it's understandable what's, what's happening and for us to feel overwhelmed, but I wasn't taking care of myself and I realized that. So I did. I started um, doing my skincare routine consistently and just really taking the time to take care of my skin. And I saw a huge difference in my skin and my confidence and the love I had for myself um, through my skincare. So there is a tip I'd like to share. This is from LA Beautyologist. It is called the 60 second rule. And basically you wash your face for 60 seconds. So you take your cleanser or your, I think it's your cleanser and your exfoliator. I think it's just your cleanser and your oil cleanser and your regular cleanser. And you literally sit there with the cleanser and you rub it in for 60 seconds all over your face. And while you're doing this, you can massage yourself. Um, you can like just release tension in your jaw through the massage and through cleaning yourself. It's just a way to really penetrate deep in your pores, the cleanser that you're using. Um, so I will leave a link to that video because that really helped me with my, it totally changed my, the game of my skin was through the 60 second rule. I didn't realize that like, just like, just kind of like rubbing on my skin was not doing anything for me. Um, and like I said, give yourself a little massage while you do it and just release some tension in your face because you hold a lot of tension here, smiling and laughing and crying. You know, that stuff builds up in your face muscles. <laughs> so I'll leave a link to, um, oops, I will leave a link to LA Beautyologist where I learned that skincare tip. Also, um, Sachin, so Sachin on YouTube, I'll leave a link to her too. She has some really great um, things about skincare that I really enjoy. Okay, number nine. So along with your face and your body, um, it's your diet. So diet really has a lot to do with how you feel. And I know that when I am eating a lot of sugar, caffeine, just f greasy foods, I don't feel good. And usually my anxiety is worse during those times of where I'm eating really poorly. And I'm not saying never eat poorly, always eat good, always eat a salad. I'm just saying like watch what you're eating and, you know, take care of yourself. Um, I switched to a plant-based diet actually for my, for my health, my mental health and like for the animals and, you know, for the environmental impacts, but there's a lot of, um, research being done on your mental health and diet, um, because, you know, what you eat really is what you are, the gut brain access, which you can do research on if you want to look into it, but I switched to a plant-based diet and I know that's a privilege for some people and um, not everyone can do that and I totally understand that but if you can and have the opportunity to um, limit as much meat consumption as you can and dairy consumption because um, dairy is a hormonal drink and it can really affect your hormones it can affect your skin a lot um, a lot of skincare and beauty people say not to drink dairy for the effects it has on your skin but also I mean all those hormones, cannot be good for you and I have never felt so clear and in my life um I've had a couple mishaps when I've had dairy and I was so anxious during that time and I was like why am I so anxious well I realized that 
the bread that I was eating had dairy in it. So that's for a whole other episode when I decide to do <laughs> my, um, my plant-based journey. But while we're just on diet and anxiety, um, just watch what you're eating, you know, nourish yourself with good, healthy vegetables and fruits. Um, some, uh, a recipe I like to make just to get in my greens is a spinach smoothie. So what I do is I put blueberries, bananas, and strawberries and almond milk, frozen bananas and almond milk into a blender with like a handful of spinach. And it's just one way to get in spinach. I don't love spinach. I like it when it's cooked, but a good way to have raw spinach is in a smoothie because all those other amazing blueberries and bananas mask the, um, the taste of the spinach. <laughs> All right. So number 10 is, oh, I almost don't want to say it. Number 10 is cutting out caffeine. I know, I know, I know we are a caffeine addicted society, but caffeine makes you so anxious. It aggravates anxiety symptoms and anxiety is so much worse than getting your caffeine fix. I know it's unrealistic for me to say to just cut out caffeine, um, especially for people who need it. I get it. Believe me, I was caffeine addicted when I was very young. My mom owned a cafe and I started drinking coffee probably at the age of like nine. <laughs> so how I cut caffeine out of my life was really slow. I started by drinking um, matcha and green tea because it's not so much caffeine. Sorry. Oh, my face itches itchy. I started drinking caf um, matcha because it's not so much caffeine. And then I switched to decaf coffee. And then eventually it was just all herbal tea. So now I'm on all herbal teas. I do not have any anxiety at, or not anxiety. I don't have any um, caffeine in my life at all, which is really hard because I love caffeine. I love the smell of coffee. Um, I miss, I miss it sometimes, but I have one little sip of caffeine and I get so anxious. It's such an awful feeling. Um, so yeah, cutting out caffeine is a powerful thing. A lot of therapists told me like you should be limiting your caffeine consumption because of the fact that it aggravates anxiety. Um, oh, and one way to like kind of get that like warm feeling that you get from coffee in the morning is like hot lemon water or like hot tea. Um, you can make it like a latte, like an herbal latte. So I do like herbal tea with like, um, creamer and milk and just kind of have a, uh, of course it's vegan, um, vegan creamer and vegan milk. Um, and I have a really little nice latte and that just kind of helps me, um, get through the wanting of caffeine if, especially if I'm feeling groggy, it's just a nice way to wake up. Uh, Okay. And number 11, I'm so sorry to say this, but it's limiting alcohol. Again, it's going to be really hard for some um, and annoying to hear, but alcohol is really messy for your mental health. It's really messy. It's it's usually a downer um, and it's also really not good for your skin. Um, your body thinks that alcohol is poison, so it does everything it can to like eliminate it or like attack it. Um, and I'm super, super limited on alcohol consumption. I almost never drink. And when I do, it's, it's very small because it actually makes me dizzy. Um, 
and I would get really anxious like when I would drink because after a while you start to feel it and it just I don't know it just wasn't a fun feeling so I realized that I needed to cut out alcohol and there's a lot of like thing a lot of you know things that say you know like alcohol is just not good for you I'm sorry to say that I know it's a lot of fun I have a lot of fun still it's not that I'm not having fun I just um try not to drink so much because it's just I don't know just to bring yourself that down it's just it's really not that great but that's just uh, my recommendation is just what helped me so you do you just try to cut down a little bit <laughs> so number 12 is meditating so um meditating is really powerful a lot of people have you know there's so many claims on what meditation can do for you but for me all meditation does is just to calm me down just just to bring me back to my thoughts and kind of um just breathe and and let go and to listen to calming voice and it's a nice thing to do for yourself when you wake up or when you're about to go to bed or whenever, whenever you need it. I think meditating is really powerful. Um, the Headspace app is free for me. I stay on the, um, on the intro to meditation and I usually will repeat that over and over again, mostly because I'm not consistent (laughs) and I wish I was, but when I do meditate, I always feel so good. Um, also let me see Spotify. Oh, Spotify. They have a whole genre of meditation music, medita- guided meditations for all sorts of things that you might need. Um, meditation music, spa music, nature sounds, meditate to this, high frequency mu- um, music, which is, it's really nice. Um, but meditating does not have to be this like floating in the air yo- um, Yoda moment. It's, it's just a, it's just a moment of peace in your life. Um, it's just five minutes to relax your thoughts. If you can do more, beautiful. If you only have five minutes, we all have five minutes in the day to just quiet ourselves down. Um, there's so many proven benefits. So it's just a really good preventative measure that you can do for yourself. And tip number 13, this is my favorite number, um, is books. So I have a few book recommendations for you, um, that have helped me on my journey. So the first book is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. This is my absolute favorite book of all time. Um, it was Oprah on Oprah Winfrey's like book club for a super long time. So many people claim that it changed their lives. It's a beautiful book. I think I'm on my second or third time reading it, but I love this book. It's so powerful. It's so beautiful. It's such a good story. Um, okay, so my second book. Um, book recommendation from Paulo Coelho is um, his book Warrior of the Light and Warrior of the Light is just this really beautiful positive um, affirmations I guess it's pretty much positive affirmations but it's also like little stories here and there it's just it's basically like you're a warrior of the light so you're bringing light into your life and um, other light lives so Warrior of the Light is one of my favorites um excuse me sorry i'm like reading off my computer uh so the next book recommendation is you are a badass by jen sincero this is a really good audiobook it really gave me a confidence boost um that i just felt that i was missing uh it taught me basically how to be a badass um it was a really good book so i recommend that one just for like little pause i actually bought like five or six of them and keep them out to my friends um so it's a really good one 
The next one is How to Un-F Yourself by John Bish- Gary John Bishop. This I listened as an audiobook. It was just it was just a really good way to like strip away the BS of life and your feelings and um living your highest self and how to be positive and yeah so it was a really good book that's another good one and um it also taught me the power of i am so saying things like i am smart i am you know the the language that you use to to affirm things my next book recommendation is Kay Warren's Choose Joy. This is such a beautiful book. Um, it is a religious book. Um, so if you don't believe in God or whatever, you don't have to read it at all. Um, but it's a really good um, positive book about joy and just like dealing with life and um, how, you know, life is very much a combination of sorrow and, and joy all at the same time and how just joy is a choice. So that's a really good book. My last book recommendation is RuPaul's Guru. This is another confidence booster. Um, and he narrates his own audio. So that was a beautiful time in my life to listen to him narrating the audio. Um, it just helped me a lot. It, it just, I don't know. It was just a really good, um, positive, like confidence booster. So these are my book recommendations that I have read um, that just have helped me. Um, I just thought I'd put them out there in case anybody might need it, might need a new book to read or something positive to read. Um, and I'm not a reader. I, I am not one to read novels or anything like that. So <laughs> from the fact that I read these or even listen to them is a good recommendation. <laughs> um, my, my tip number 14 is sleep. Um, having enough sleep is so, so important. Um, I am such a night owl. It's my downfall in life. <laughs> and staying up until 5, 4 a.m. is awful. Um, it is just not having enough sleep is the worst. Um, I feel the worst when I'm not getting rest from my body. Literally, my body will punish me for it. So just give yourself proper rest. Um, it is needed for your health and mental health. I know that it can be a privilege to get enough sleep, especially if you have children and whatever, but do your best to get as much sleep as you possibly can. Take a nap. Um, if you have a hard time falling asleep, I go through periods of like insomnia where I can't like just, I will literally lay on my bed for hours not able to sleep. So um, I have some teas like chamomile tea, sleepy time tea, the Yogi brand Relax Tea. Um, do some yoga before bed. There's like a lot of bedtime yoga on YouTube that I've done. That's really nice to just calm down. Take a hot shower um, before you go to sleep. There's something, uh, I don't know where I saw it from, but it was like taking a hot shower and then like coming out into the cold. It like, um, I don't know, it like relaxes your body and that heat just like releases tension. Um, so yeah, look into, oh yeah, look into a sleep schedule. This is something that I did like waking up every day at a certain time is like uh, good for like habits and like really powerful for your body. Um, and everything just feels better after a good night's sleep. So get your sleep. Uh, number 15, my last tip of, um, how to prevent anxiety is take your medicine. Um, I am guilty of this because 
it made me feel less than. Um, I'm actually not on anything now. I haven't been for a really long time, which was really hard to do. And that's because I really, really put in all the work that I needed to do to um, not have to be on medicine. But that is not the case for everybody. And, you know, there may be one day where I might need it because it's just a little bit of help. You know, some it's just your brain can't, it can't do it all. Your body can't handle everything in life on its own. And um, if you're diagnosed with something and they're, you're told that you need to take medicine, please don't feel ashamed of that. I really want to take the stigma away from medicine. You know, if I broke my leg, I would have to take painkillers. Or if I had a physical condition that you could see, I would be told that I need to take medicine. Just because your illness isn't seen doesn't mean that it's not valid and doesn't mean that it doesn't need medicine. Um, so please take your medicine, go to your doctor, um... Just because you can't see it doesn't make any less, doesn't make it any less serious than it is or unnecessary to treat. So go to your doctor, take your medicine, do what you need to do to feel better and your body will thank you for it. So those are some things to do before anxiety hits, things to kind of prevent anxiety or anxiety attacks to happen. It's definitely helped me these last um, five, well, it's helped me these last like handful of like three or four years that I actually started incorporating these things because when I first experienced anxiety it was like I was only going to therapy and I was only like doing other stuff or, or was prescribed stuff to like get me through it but when I do these things regularly not every single one of them but when I just do things to help me feel better it kind of prevents the anxiety from peaking or going to the point of a panic attack. So now we're going to talk about what to do if you are in the middle of a panic attack, if you're experiencing anxiety attack or whatever it is, um, and just how to like get through it and write it out. So number one, again, is to breathe. Um, do deep breathing exercises. Like I said, the four, seven, eight. Often in panic, we don't realize that we're shallow breathing or you even feel like you can't breathe. So when you take that power back and you start breathing it's just really calming and relaxing for your body I know that like <laughs> I know that somebody told me once um I was like in the, I was having a panic attack my friend was like just breathe and I'm like you don't know what I'm going through blah blah blah, blah. I got like really angry because it just seems like when you're in that much fear it just seems ridiculous to like just breathe just calm down like you don't think about that stuff. So literally, please just breathe. <laughs> the breathing is probably the best thing that you can do, especially if you're in, you're in like a situation that you can't get out of right away. You can literally just sit there breathing and just doing deep breaths and slowing down your breath and taking the time to just calm down. Um, number two, if you feel panic coming on, if you feel like an anxiety attack coming on, whatever situation you're in, um, please go to the restroom. If you can walk away and there's a restroom, I recommend going to the bathroom um, so you can put cool water on your neck, your hands, and your forehead and cheeks. If you're wearing makeup, then just um, do your neck, just like dab some water behind your neck. Um, but get your hands cool too, and then you can just like touch your face and just it's like a sensory trick, so the cool water, I think, is really rejuvenating. It's always been really rejuvenating for me. Um, so just, like, you'll kind of notice, like, when I'm anxious, like, I get really hot. Like, my, my face is hot, my body's hot because I'm, like, freaking out. 
Um, so yeah, doing that cool water just kind of like brings you back a little bit. So I always just make my hands cool, my neck, my face. Yeah. So number three is grounding techniques. So a lot of, this is actually really hard for me at first when I first heard about it and when I was first told to do this. Um, so basically the grounding technique is to like bring you back down to earth basically. So it's five things that you can see, four things that you can touch, three things that you can hear, two things that you can smell, and one thing that you can taste. Um, it's just, again, it's, it's a sensory thing. It just kind of takes, um, when you start like doing that, it just takes the, like it just takes whatever's happening away. So you're, you're focused on, I need to find five things to see. I need to touch three things. It just, it's a way to get yourself out of the panic and to focus and bring you back down to your surroundings. I know that I've had a lot of like dissociative moments and when I do my grounding techniques it brings me back to the present and then I can start my breathing and etc. It just brings you back to reality. If you have if you have anxiety, I think you'll know what I'm talking about. I might be the only one, but I've heard this happen a lot so I'm not the only one. Um is you just I feel like I'm in a cloud. Like I feel like I'm like drifting off like I'm floating away because I'm in such a anxious state you just like you separate yourself from reality a little bit so it's a good way to kind of bring you back into what's happening number four is talk to yourself my fourth tip um you are your own best friend like I said earlier so tell yourself that you're okay that you're gonna that this is gonna pass that you're gonna make it through um it's the the scary thing about panic is your anxiety makes you think that it's never going to end and when you tell yourself i'm okay it's gonna be okay i'm gonna get through this yes i'm feeling anxious right now yes i'm having a panic attack but it's gonna pass you know feelings are visitors feelings are not forever they're temporary and everything passes through it you're not gonna harbor on sadness forever you're not gonna harbor on anger forever it will pass so you have to allow that panic to pass and so you do that I do that at least through telling yourself that you're okay um it's but it's your job to believe yourself you know you have to believe that you're you are gonna be okay that it's just you're gonna just have to ride out the wave of panic as it comes on my fifth tip is move so (laughs) I'm really antsy so when I get anxious I can't sit still Uh, you'll know I'm having an anxiety attack if I am wiggling around and like moving around or like walking all over the place I don't know what it is about movement but it just kind of helps me it just helps it pass I get really numb so it kind of helps that numbness feeling go away is when I like move around um I also start to put my hair up. I don't know what it is. I <laughs> I start to get anxiety and I'm like, oh, well, let me just put my hair up to, to get through this. I think it's just a sensory thing for me to do. It's just for me something for me to feel and to focus on other than the fact that I am feeling really anxious right now and I need to do something. So it's putting up my hair. I usually do that when I'm kind of like confined somewhere and I can't get up or go to the restroom or whatever. I just, I start playing with my hair, or putting it up. Um more fidgeting, moving around, moving my hands, just doing like movements and stuff to, to just kind of help it pass. Um, oh, and if, okay, so along with movement, um, when I'm driving, I've had a couple anxious moments, excuse me, I've had a couple anxious moments in the car. So 
I, when I feel that anxiety coming on while I'm driving, I uh, will blast the AC. Again, that like coolness. I don't know what it is about the cool. It just, it just is like really rejuvenating. So I will blast the AC or I'll roll down the windows. I tend to turn up my music and I start singing really loud. Like you're like whatever song I'm listening to, I just start to sing to it really loud. Um, or, um, that's just like what I do. That's just kind of what helps me like pass through it in the car. But I recommend pulling over and collecting yourself before you go back into the car just to keep yourself safe and everyone else around you. You're you're driving a vehicle. You want to make sure that you're, oops, you're in the right state of mind. Um, so get out, just breathe and, and let it pass or pull over to the side. You don't even have to get out of your car, but pull over and just kind of like let it pass until you're able to drive again. Um, so yeah, that's my movement tips. <laughs> Six, in panic, turn on calming music. This was recommended to me from my cousin. He helped me get through this really gnarly panic attack that I had. It was probably the one of the most intense panic attacks I've ever had. I, man, that day was crazy. It was so weird because I had like tunnel vision. Like I, I, I could only see, um, like a, a narrow view of things. It was really weird. Anyway, he was in the car with me while this was happening and so he changed the music to Mozart I think it was but you can change it to like meditation music on Spotify just calming lo-fi stuff like that like just easy relaxed music um just to kind of bring yourself back down to reality a little bit and frequencies are super powerful so look into things that are like good for frequency. Um, I wish I knew like the frequency level that they've said is really good for you. Um, people like Jenna, um, Aiko and SZA, they have been like doing the bowls and it's just like really beautiful for like frequencies and stuff like that. So turn on some relaxing music in the middle of panic. I know I just said I turned the music really loud and I'm singing, but that's just because I listen to a lot of music, but, um, panic, and frequencies, I don't know, there's, there's something about, like, coming, coming, calming down, and you can do that through music. Um, I really want to do a sound bath one day. There's, they do sound baths in Joshua Tree, I think. I would love, love, love to go have a sound bath. That sounds amazing. It's not a physical bath. It's, <laughs> they literally play the bowls, and they play music, and they do the healing music, and it's just, like, this, like, really beautiful experience. Okay, on with the tips for panic attacks. Seven. My seventh tip is to stretch. So your body begins to tense up when you're feeling anxious. Um, and I realize it because I, I was actually having an anxious moment while filming. And I realized that I was clenching my hands. And I was like, okay, relax. You know, move your shoulders, move your hands. Um, let, let go of that tension. So stretching and doing stuff to stretch is, is really helpful to just kind of ease up your muscles because you're, I carry stress in my shoulders and my back. So I tend to like just clench up and, um, feel super stressed out. <laughs> so stretch. Oh, and massage your t uh, pressure points. So a massage your temples, your scalp, your jaw, your hands. I know there's like a certain, there's certain pressure points that you can massage. So that goes along with my stretching tip. Number eight. Um, this was 
shown on TikTok by this man. Um, so it was keep a lemon in your bag or backpack. And the reason why he said this was because if you feel a panic attack or you're in the middle of a panic attack, if you have that lemon, you bite into it. And it's another sensory, it's another sensory trick or tip. Um, because all you're focused on is the fact that that lemon is super sour. I will put a link to it. I have to find it, but I will put a link to that video that I'm talking about. But I thought it was a really smart tip. Like, I never thought to, like, keep something sour. Or, like, to literally, like, the physical act of, like, biting the lemon. Because then I'd be like, oh my god. Uh, all I'm worried about is the fact that this lemon is so sour. Um, number nine is my last panic attack tip is to phone a friend. I know that... When it was first happening to me, I was really scared of it and I really didn't know like how to explain to people that, hey, I'm like feeling really anxious right now and I don't know what to do. Um, yeah, so talk to your friend, whoever you're around, if you're around anybody or if you're not around anybody and you're feeling anxious by yourself, call somebody and just like talk to them like, hey, I, I'm really anxious right now. I just, I just need to hear your voice or I just need to, um, what would I say? I'm having anxiety. I just need to hear your voice and I just need to know that I'm not alone. Um, so yeah, make sure you have a friend that you can reach out to. I hope I hope that you guys have friends that you guys can reach out to. If you have nobody, please feel free to reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to calm you down. I have experienced it. I know what it feels like to be alone in panic and it's, it's just so isolating. It's so awful. Um, but now that I've like am open and honest and most of my friends and family know that like I struggle with this and so I'm I feel a lot more confident to be like hey like I'm having a really anxious moment like what do I do so I'm really lucky to have amazing friends and an amazing partner who knows how to calm me down and bring me back down to reality again so if you feel like you don't have anybody that you can talk to nobody understands you feel free to reach out to me I'll be more than happy to um I'll be more than happy to help you out and, and get you through the hard time because everyone needs somebody. All right, so now is for the tips for the recovery. So you've gone through a panic attack, you've gone through anxiety. What do you do to yourself to help you recover? I think recovery is a, it's a really important part of dealing with anxiety because we so often just it exhausts your body you know it's a lot you're, it's a whole episode and your body goes through that um so here's how to recover first my first recommendation is to take a bath or a shower as soon as you can so the act of like physically cleaning your body is like symbolic of like letting go of what just happened like wash it off literally let the water run over you let it clear you out cleanse you out and just take a hot shower to release some tension like I mentioned earlier about relieving tension and hot water um so yeah as soon as you can especially especially after an anxious episode or panic episode um take a bath or a shower it's it's really it'll really help a lot um, my second tip is to eat or drink some water. So after, again, after anxiety, it's, it's, you know, your body went through all of that. It's a lot. <laughs> I know your mind is struggling, but like your body too, you have to think about your body, your embodied experience that you're having is intense. So, you know, give yourself a snack, give yourself something nourishing and drink a cup of water. It's another way to get water in, but <laughs> I'll try, I'm going to challenge myself. I haven't 
actually had a panic attack in a while thank the lord um but i am gonna drink a cup of water after an anxious episode i've definitely been having anxiety especially there's a lot going on in the world again um so yeah drink a cup of water after just nourish yourself um my third tip is to be kind to yourself so it's really easy to beat yourself up after a panic attack um after experiencing that it's just you feel embarrassed ashamed scared and tired so forgive yourself um talk to yourself write down your experience um and just realize that those are negative feelings and get them out and you know, you're not crazy for struggling with anxiety. It's a normal part of life. There's so many people who suffer from anxiety. You really are not alone. We're human, so it's okay. And um, change that with some positive affirmations, but I'll get into that one. That's my next tip. But my fourth tip is do some yoga or stretching after. Again, <laughs> A lot of these things are kind of going to be cycled through because you really can use these tips for so many ways to help you. Um, so yeah, do some yoga. Um, I mentioned yoga earlier, like I said, and stretch a lot because it is powerful. Um, are you sorry? You have to do something to let up the tension. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading out what I wrote. I have, I have, like, I did a lot of research. That's why it took me two weeks to get this episode out. I did a lot of research. I kind of really went through what happened to me in my life, and I really wanted to give you guys some, like, really good, helpful tips. So, anyway, back to the yoga. Um, yeah, do something to, like, get out that tension again. Like I, like I mentioned, for, like, sleep, like, even, like, doing yoga before you go, um, to sleep and stuff like that is just really calming. My fifth tip is meditation music again. So again, with like the frequencies and the healings, music is really healing. Um, or just, it doesn't have to be meditation music. Just listen to something that like makes you happy and just like rejuvenate yourself from the, um, the episode that you had. Um, listen to your favorite artist. Um, but again, frequencies are super healing. Um, my sixth tip is rest. So after that, you need to let your body rejuvenate. Um, so get a good night's rest or just take a nap if you can, if you have the luxury of doing so. But if not, like if you had a panic attack at work and whatever, just do the recovery um, when you get home from work and just take a shower, take a bath, and then get a really good night's sleep. My seventh tip is the positive affirmation. So say things, like I said, like leaving a sticky note um, on your window or your mirror, your phone, whatever, and repeat them. So things like, I'm not controlled by my anxiety, just whatever you need to hear. There's You can like look up positive affirmations online and they'll give you a million. <laughs> so number eight is do some skincare. Again, after an anxious episode, it's really nice to just kind of shower yourself with love um, and taking your care of yourself and your skin is a small way to do that so do your skincare routine early or really invest time into doing like a long skincare routine exfoliate that night do a mask just do things that make you feel good and relaxed um number nine is if you're religious or whatever it is that you believe in um seek that higher power so pray lament do whatever you need to do to heal my 10th tip for recovery is coloring so I really enjoy coloring. I think it's really distracting and it just makes me use my hands and 
it's just like a really calming thing to do. So I, I recommend coloring. 11. Do not worry about anybody else. Like RuPaul says, if they ain't paying your bills, pay them no mind. But if they are paying your bills, um, just be respectful and know that you don't have to believe what they say um, or believe what they tell you. Um, if they're, if people in your life are beating you down with negative words and they're not for you, um, don't let anyone make you feel small and question their character. You know, all those things that they're saying, like, don't take that in, like, question them. Like, what is in their character that's wrong with them? Not, it really doesn't have anything to do with you. Usually all that negativity that they're telling you or putting on to you is because they don't like something about themselves. So they're trying to put that and cast that onto you, but it's your job to not allow that. So um, you have that power and the power means that you decide what you can and can't take in because the only person that you can control is yourself. So <laughs> I know, <laughs> but everyone else, if they're not paying your damn bills, do not worry about them. They do not matter. Let them go. Cut them out. But if they are paying your bills, this is what I recommend doing. <laughs> it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. 12. My 12th thing to say about recovery is recovering and healing is a process, but you deserve it. You deserve to invest the time into yourself. Um, you deserve to take your time in healing, do things that make you happy. Um, I know that right now it's even more difficult to do these things because I know people get happy by going outside and I know that we don't have that right now, especially because we're, you know, being asked to, not being asked, we're supposed to be in our houses and I know that it's, it's hard for a lot of people and I get it, but allow this, if you can, allow this time to be a time of healing, to invest in all the things that I've said, to try out these tips. That way when you return back to work or return back to school or whatever the case is, you're prepared and you're, you can do all these things to help in the next stage of your life and all of our next stages of life. Um, it really is all about your perspective on things. You know, you really are creating your own reality and not to take away from your pain, that you have experienced, but use that as fuel. Use it as a reason to, um, a reason to take care of yourself and not a reason to stay stuck in it. All right, so I gave you a lot of tips and tricks. I know it was long, um, but I really wanted to know, like, to tell you, all of you, anybody that hears this, that you, it is possible to get through this. It is possible to work through anxiety. It is not a death sentence. I hope not. Um, it is not something that you have to be controlled by for the rest of our lives. I've, I've done a lot of work to feel better and I wanted to share what I've learned, um, especially again, especially right now with everything going on. I think that everyone kind of needs a reminder on <clears throat> how to take care of ourselves and to do things that make us happy and healthy and, and, um, we're worth it. So I hope that this helps you feel better in any way that it can. Um, I know that I gave you a lot of things, but just pick two things that you can do this week um, and practice them like breathing or yoga. Just pick two small things. I mentioned a ton of things, so please pick two of them and um, watch how much your body and your mind will thank you for it. And you can it doesn't have to be in order or anything. I just, I did that to keep track for myself and to help you guys kind of keep track of what I'm talking about. So 
do the things that make you feel better and I hope that these things can make you feel better and put them into practice and use them. I have used them for the last three or four years now and it has been the best thing I've ever done to myself. I am, I still struggle. I mean, you know, life is, anxiety is not something that's just going to disappear one day. I hope it does. Um, but I've done these things to help myself feel better and I hope that they can help you feel better. Um, I've literally been, like I said, studying my anxiety for the last five years. So I have really done the work to, um, to feel better, to be happier, to be peaceful, (laughs) to actually feel relaxed, to not be scared of feeling relaxed anymore. So do something nice for yourself. Um, I send you lots of love and this is how sugar sounds.